All right, cool. What's up? What's up, everyone? Welcome to the second episode in this design series of the flying car, self-driving. That is, and yeah, that's today's today's topic, right? So we're just gonna be going through kind of the vision that I have for the self-driving elements and the the way that I'm gonna go about achieving that. The, the kind of timelines that I'm looking at and you know exactly a bit closer more in-depth thinking um, around yeah what it might what it might require to do such a thing so so obviously it's a flying car right I mentioned previously that the flying elements is not going to be self or autonomous it's going to be you know, just a standard off-the-shelf RC system or however drones slash things are controlled. But the car is going to be fully self, self-driving, self autonomous. Um, and the vision for this project is a, a flying car. So that's going to be the key objective of the vehicle, of the self-driving control unit is to be a self-driving car so basically if i can make it easier to understand or vision envision it's an uber <laughs> an uber that can fly right but it doesn't need to fly but it can fly all right so it's an uber that can fly and yeah i think like one scenario that I think a flying car would be cool in is say for example you're parked in your garage at home you would reverse out drive out of the garage um, you drive towards your nearest airway <laughs> I don't know I don't know how a world of self-driving cars would look or fl- flying cars but I mean you can't really have flying cars just well you can I guess it depends on how smart the systems are but Say, for example, if you had dedicated fly zones and you can only fly in those zones and you have to drive the rest, kind of like the freeways, you know, you can only drive 120 on the freeways, the highways, you can't drive 120 in the residential areas. So something like that. Um, So imagine you have to drive to a specific location and then you can fly um, within that area. And then once you leave that area, you have to then land again on the the ground and, and drive the rest of your way so so yeah it would be like driving from your house to the freeway to the airway let's call it an airway that sounds kind of cool drive from your your house to the airway well the car would drive itself self-driving obviously and then you would fly from your entry point in the airway to your exit point however many distances or how however far along the line you want to go then you would drive to your destination be it a restaurant or a house or whatever it be self-driving again so that's kind of vision um and obviously this is that's like big scale so small scale would be similar thing just within remote control car vibe um smaller flying shorter distances smaller distances yeah uh so that's that's a really the kind of objective where we want to be with the self-driving elements eventually 
And obviously it has to be a, like a properly functioning vehicle. I wanted to basically do everything that if you were driving a car, everything you can do, I want the the self-driving unit to be able to do. So if you see someone crossing the road, um, you let them pass. Um, the self-driving car must slow down, let them pass, or stop, let them pass. If it's a stop street or robot, if it sees some sort of indicator that it must stop, it must stop. If it sees a car on its right-hand side and it wants to turn right, it must wait for that car to move or speed up or slow down. Um, you know, if, if it sees an object in front of it that's not supposed to be there, it needs to avoid it, that kind of thing. I, so I get, I mean, it, it sounds like a lot of work, but it also sounds really cool. Like, I'm just envisioning myself designing this and then, okay, I'm not designing it. I'm not envisioning the design, but I'm envisioning the, like the final product and I'm just standing there and it's doing its thing and it's very exciting and I got a camera crew there, you know, I think it's quite cool. I think it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be too cool. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Um, okay, so let's start thinking about how we're going to design this, right? So I think I'm going to break it down into milestones. Okay. So firstly, well, let's do this. You know, we're going to start off basic and then we're going to get to the more complicated things as time goes on because, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a lot of work. It's going to be tough to get there. But yeah, we'll start with the basic stuff and then we'll build up to the cool stuff. So the basic stuff will be relatively easy. I think it's going to be mainly me, you know, once I select a car and a drone, it's going to be a lot of that. So the control itself, I think, is really... It can only really come in once I've perfected the basics, right? If I can't get my software to communicate with the wheels of the car, tell it to turn, tell it to stop, it's <laughs> any ML, machine learning, AI that I use, any robotics techniques is going to be pretty much useless. Or it's going to be unreliable, finicky. I mean, it's going to be that anyways to begin with, but at least I need to get the basics of the, the self-driving element or the driving element down. Because remember, I'm taking an existing vehicle that's not self-driving and I'm remapping everything. So I'm going to be needing to, you know, map the the wheels, the the motors or engines or add in motors and engines. All of the, the more practical side, hardware side of things is going to take a lot of time and I need to make sure that I can eventually come up with a prototype that's that's moving nicely, that looks nice, that's that's working nicely before I can start implementing any of the control systems. So yeah, let's let's break down the the self-driving elements at least um, uh, at a high level, and then at a later stage, I guess I'll talk about the hardware. Or this will only be done really after the hardware has been sorted out. So yeah, step one, I think basic basic right the car needs to be able to accelerate it needs to stop and it needs to turn without any external input that's basic and it needs to turn i'm i'm just gonna say turn at a a good radius i don't know whatever your standard rc car can do that's gonna be dependent on the hardware so yeah it'd be nice to have a more maneuverable thing 
Um, I want some decent speed. It doesn't have to be really fast. Um, I can always scale upwards. So this one, I'm just looking for something that's uh, like solid, rigid, not, yeah, rigid, at least properly, you know, like I want a good piece of machinery. I need a good chassis, like a good wheel setup, a good wheelbase, um, a good steering system, something that's gonna do what I want it to do. Like if I tell it to turn and it starts turning, it must turn the amount that I want it to turn. You know, I don't want um, cheap hardware to get in the way of my control units being able to do what they need to do. But at the same time, I'm cognizant of the fact that I can't go out there spending big money um, before I have anything to, to show for it. So, yeah, I've just got to balance that in terms of cost and in terms of, you know, quality. Um, at least at an initial stage. Because remember, this is just the prototype. It's not the final thing. The final thing will be a bit bigger, a bit nicer, but yeah, everything better. But yeah, let's... <laughs> Let's get into the self-driving elements. So basically, yeah, accelerating, stopping, turning. Those are the three basics. Um, no machine learning is required. No complex control systems. Nothing crazy. It's just going to accelerate. It's going to stop and it's going to turn based on triggers. And these triggers will come from a nav some sort of navigation system or just hard coded in at the at the start. So, so that's that's the first goal. Then the second step, a bit more advanced now, is the navigation, right? So I think that's the biggest element of, of any self-driving um, car is navigation. So if you wanted to get from point A to point B, um, like you as a human being, I assume there's only human beings listening to this, um, as a human being, you can only drive from point A to point B if you know how to get there or you follow GPS, but you know the roads, you know the rules of the road, you've been driving for years, K53 and whatever. Um, so you know the stuff, you know the things. You know how to drive. The car doesn't know how to drive. Well, it does know how to drive now, assuming it's already got acceleration, stopping and turning, the three basics of driving. Um, oh, that's acceleration, it's gotta be reverse as well. Um, reverse, I don't know when I wanna add that in, but I don't think it'll be too difficult to implement, so I'm just gonna say yes, reversing now. Positive and negative acceleration, um, positive and negative displacement. Um, yeah, so reversing is gonna be included in, in the basics, in the basics. Yeah. Okay, then in terms of navigation, I have to teach the the car how to get from point A to point B right um and i think i can I'll, I'll just start that you know there's a few options when i get there i'll get there um i can either use like yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to teach something or to tell something not really teach to tell something how to go from one point to another um, there's a lot of sensors that you can use a lot of basic gps locators or even distance sensors infrared tons of things tons of basic simple easy things and i think i'll start there um yeah so i'll start with like hard coding a, a path for the vehicle to go from here travel 10 meters forward four meters left and then three meters left again something like that 
but eventually, you know, eventually I wanted to be smart. So kind of like how a vacuum cleaner, you know, those robotic, small robot vacuum cleaners can just like move around your house, cleaning everywhere. Then they learn, you know, they learn where everything is. So they learn where the couch is. They learn where the TV is, where the kitchen table is, where the chairs are. So it doesn't bump into it every time. Um, I kind of want that navigation system in the self-driving car. So I wanted to be able to learn its environment, firstly. Well, yeah, that would be, maybe that's a, the second stage of navigation because that's quite complex. But at least it must do that eventually. And it must also, I don't want it to be using anything like distance sensors eventually to navigate because that's really not how cars work <laughs> it needs to be able to say okay i am here at these coordinates or at this location i want to get to there at those coordinates how do i get there um so i guess that's where the um, environment learning comes in so it'll learn that it'll be able to do that and i think that'll be yeah that'll be great i'm also seeing the time it's like 13 minutes into this podcast and yeah, I don't honestly I, I wanted to hit 10 minutes and maybe 15, but it doesn't look like that's really practical in terms of like getting through one one um like message or you know one, you know, topic in a in a, in a podcast. So, yeah, they might they might have to end up going towards 20 minutes, but I'll try. I definitely definitely for sure I can't go over 20. Because me, I myself, I would never listen to something over 20 minutes. I'd try, i try, but I would fail. So I'm going to, tr- yeah, this got to stay under 20. And mm, I think I'll get better at this. I think I'll get better. Uh, yeah, I think I'll get better. Plus, I'm like, I think once I start deleting the the gaps and stuff like that, I think it'll be maybe a better listening experience. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, the next stage after navigation. So... At this point, if you imagine we've got a car that can accelerate, stop, reverse, turn left, turn right, um, and can also fly, <laughs> uh, which is great, uh, but it can't fly on its own. You, you need a controller flying, but it can do that. Um, and it can get from point A to point B, uh, whatever locations you put in, it'll be able to do that. It'll learn in its environment. Um, it'll do that kind of stuff. Then the next stage is like object avoidance. So, yeah, okay, I didn't mention it, but it's kind of obvious that not obvious. I don't know if it's obvious, but stage two will require like some serious machine learning, computer vision, and things like that. Maybe not computer vision, but definitely machine learning, um, some proper data analysis, data extraction, collect um, sensors, everything like that. It's going to need a lot. Yeah, then step three is just all of that. And then one step further, it's going to use a lot of computer vision uh, and ML. So it's object avoidance. So if there's something in your path, um, something unexpected, at least something you don't expect in the environment, the vehicle must be able to say, okay, um, wait, there's something in my way. I need to get around it. And then it needs to go around it on its own um, or 
if it can't, if it deems not possible to go around it, then it needs to, you know, stop reverse and make another plan or, I don't know, there'll be some sort of else statement. Uh, yeah, so that's going to require some computer vision, some cool ML stuff, object detection and, and things like that. It'll be quite cool. ML is machine learning, by the way, if I, if I ever say ML. Yeah, machine learning. Then the fourth step, which I think is probably the one I'm looking forward to the most, but it's definitely the furthest along and far, far away, is the interactiveness of the system. So, I mean, ultimately, I, I can do all of this stuff like in parallel. It doesn't necessarily need to be attached to the vehicle. Um, while I design these things, I can always just design them. Ah, they kind of do, though. It would be much better if it was on the vehicle. Um, but I'll decide. I'll decide that. But interactiveness is essentially saying like, um, okay, so the car is busy driving, it's driving, it's halfway to point B, and then it sees a stop sign, and it's like, oh, damn, I got to stop. So then it stops, um, checks for, I don't know, maybe it looks left, maybe it looks right, the camera itself on the vehicle, and it says, okay, there's no incoming cars, it's free to go. Um, or even something like if I am standing next to the car or inside the car and I say stop, then the car stops. It does some voice recognition, um, NLP, National Language Processing, and the vehicle stops like on voice command. So it would be voice command and visual commands that need to be interact with the control system of the, the self-driving element. And I think... You know, honestly, I think one, if I can get those four steps down, I think I have a self-driving car, right? So the four steps were the basic movement um, requirements. So, yeah, driving, stopping, whatever. Then navigation, then object avoidance, and then interactiveness. I think if I can get to a point where I have a set of wheels that's attached to a drone with a camera on it, and it can drive, it can turn, it can stop, it can go from point A to point B on its own, it can avoid unexpected collisions, it can learn its environments, and it can interact with its environments, then I will have a self-driving flying car. And I think that's quite exciting. So looking forward to that. Um, I guess future podcasts will be much more like technical or more in depth, but really that's the vision of this project and I'm quite excited for it. I think it's going to go really well. Well, it's going to go very badly and it's going to go very well at the same time, but it will be, it will be, it will be great. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's it from me. Um, Yeah, really excited to get to the self-driving element, though it's kind of far away. Hopefully I can do the hardware stuff relatively quickly. Um, but like I said, the hardware needs to be not perfected, but in a good space where I can kind of rely on it to do what I expect it to do. So I know that once my control systems are coming in, I, I'll know whether it's control or hardware related. Um, but... You know, the biggest thing about design, uh, it's iterative. If it's everything is back and forth, back and forth, 
So if I'm all over the place, hey, it's not my fault. It's just the process. It's just the process. So yeah, cheers everyone. Thanks, thanks for listening.